Here's a few exciting scenes from tonight's episode of The Tom Gully Show. Rebecca Love is a job. She's a character and she's amazing. I love Rebecca. Anytime, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm out and about and I just want to go crazy. I am Rebecca. I'm my other personality, my normie personality, my civilian. She's so boring. I mean, she's yawn. She's the stay at home housewife, yada, yada. Uh, Rebecca gets a lot of work done. Yeah. The other one, you know, she she's boring. You were born. Then what happened? I was born. Um, I came out of a vagina and, <laughs> and I proceeded to grow up and have things put in mind. Uh, I did the normal thing. I went to college after high school for performing arts. And then who knew you didn't need a degree to be a porn star? I had a lot of sex in high school and I had a lot of sex in college. And I was really good at it. <laughs> and it was really easy. Like, it's not that hard to perform on camera with a penis in your vagina. It's really not. It's super fun. And if I'm not wet, add lube. They were having a discussion about having sex with the Hulk. And you you said that, you know, when he turned from Dr. Bruce, oh, Bruce, yeah, Bruce or David Banner, whichever of the two, if you're the TV fan or the movie fan, he right. turns into the Hulk and then would, quote unquote, split you like wood, I think was your quote. Right, because doesn't he turn into the Hulk when his heart like speeds up and it's racing. Yes. So if he's penetrating you and then, you know, he just turns into the jolly green giant, boom. I mean, you, and I think I said this on my radio show, you're like Picasso on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> you're splatter art all of a sudden. We were talking about Iron Man. First of all, he's a billionaire. Oh yeah. That doesn't hurt. Yeah. So even out of costume, he's okay. <laughs> uh, not that I'm materialistic, but that makes life easy. Uh, with the suit, that is just one hell of a toy. And I said that with Batman, too. Batman has all the toys, right? Because he has no real superpower. But all his gadgets, mm -hmm. oh, melting. Utility belt, yeah. Oh, yeah. But well, you, you get stuff like that, though, right? I mean, people, they, they come up and they will say stuff. And you just have to kind of keep, yeah. keep the smile on and act like oh, that's, just, that's normal. I've had, I've had girls, young girls, come up to me and go, oh, my God, my dad loves you. Whoa, really? <laughs> I can do amazing things with my tongue and shape it into different characters. I'd have to show you. It's a visual thing. <laughs> you, uh, that is correct. I bet you you can make like a shadow puppets with your tongue. I can. I never tried it, but I'm going to do it tonight. It's, yeah. Here's an Abe Lincoln. Here's Winston Churchill. Yeah, I bet you could. Sears for cookie. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's my go to. Ladies and gentlemen, breaking news. Rebecca Love does a Cookie Monster impersonation. I do. I used to have a puppet. I used to go on stage with it, and Cookie Monster would eat my cookie out when I was <laughs> performing, and we would do C is for Cookie. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm going to be roaming around um, the floor and then meeting back at the bar. You know that center bar that all the hookers go to in every casino? Well, at the Hard Rock, there's a hooker bar there, too. That's where you can meet this hooker, Rebecca Love. Um, yes, I am going to be circling around. And if you see me at AEE, the Adult Entertainment Expo, more you are more than welcome to buy me a drink. I would like to see a mashup of Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones. Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. It's time, America. Mr. and Mr. North of South American, all the ships at sea, let's go to press. So sit back, 
buckle in, place your tray table in its upright locked position, and get ready for big time radio, friends. It's time for... Thursday, January 15th, 2014, episode 233. I'm Tom Gully, and tonight on the Tom Gully Show. So, it's late at night, and you're bored. You turn on your cable TV, you wander over to a pay channel, and there, appearing on the screen, is some of the finest handcrafted American softcore pornography available to mankind. Well, there's a very good chance you've seen tonight's guest on one of those shows that, you know, feature very little plot, very little clothing, and a very lot of dry humping. Because tonight our guest is the ravishing, the vivacious, the curvaceous, the often imitated, but never duplicated, Rebecca Love. We'll talk everything from sex with superheroes to triple X karaoke to being recognized in public to acting in Skinamax flicks, to what makes Rebecca Love feel sexy, huh? And a lot about how this woman has built a brand and a career basically by making people go out of their minds with lust and technology, uh, which you will do if you visit her website, RebeccaLove.com. But get ready, we're going to get to the naked truth tonight with the Skinamax bee queen of late night TV, Rebecca Love. On a might want to buy extra lotion and tissues episode of the Tom Gully Show. Ladies and gentlemen, the chief hope of our enemies is to divide the United States along racial and religious lines and thereby conquer us. Let's not spread prejudice. A divided America is a weak America. Through our behavior, we encourage the respect of our children and make them better neighbors to all races and religions. Remind them that being good neighbors has helped make our country great and kept her free. Thank you. Some call you fat, some call you corpulent, others call you portly. I call you a customer and a friend for life. Come on in to Victor Newsies. If you got a fat ass, I ain't gonna say nothing about it. We'll suit you, you'll suit us. You come into Victor Newsies, I guarantee you're gonna leave with a suit. Come on in, you'll save a ton at Victor Newsies. I ain't bullshitting. Victor Newsies, Highway 5, out by the mall. Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! You're listening to The Tom Gully Show. Rebecca Love, Skinamax bee queen of late night. Host of Talking Dirty with Rebecca Love. She's been on HBO, Showtime, obviously Cinemax. 
And she starred in films like The Hills Have Thighs, Bikini Jones, and The Temple of... It's either Eros or Eros. She'll explain that later. Cleavage Field, The Girl from Bikini, Bikini Girls from the Lost Planet, 10 or 12 other movies with the word bikini in them because if you see her in a bikini, you immediately rush to find a film crew. She's also in a movie called The Departed in a scene with Mr. Jack Nicholson and Mr. Matt Damon. Thank you very much. And she's even going to be doing stand-up comedy. She's here with us now, a girl that will give your wet dreams wet dreams. Rebecca Love, welcome. Wow, I don't even know where to go from there because that was <laughs> such an introduction. I kiss everybody's ass when they you know, right at the beginning of the show. Um, you do a fan-fucking-tastic job. Am I allowed to? All you want. Okay. All you want. The more, the merrier. Okay. Uh, so, you were born. Then what happened? I was born. Um, I came out of a vagina, and, <laughs> and I proceeded to grow up and have things put in mine. Uh, I, uh, I did the normal thing. I went to college after high school for performing arts, and then who knew you didn't need a degree to be a porn star? <laughs> <laughs> I did the whole thing for you, work as a cocktail waitress, and then I progressed from there, and I did exactly the stereotypical thing, and waitress, stripper, porn star feature, and now I produce and podcast like you do, um, and that is in a nutshell pretty much, but you, uh, you must have went to my IMDb, because that was one hell of a list. I'm going, I don't even remember some of those movies. That's good, because I was going to ask you the names of your characters in some of them. Really? I decided not to. That is such a great idea. I'm glad we went with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, okay, so you're living your life, and you get into the adult entertainment field. Do you remember the very first time someone recognized you in quote-unquote real life, which I don't even know what that means, because it was obviously real life. I was going to say, I wasn't playing a game. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you remember when somebody recognized you from one of your films? I don't. You know what? That, you'd think it'd be like a first kiss or something, but I don't remember. I mean, there's been times that I'll be in a grocery store and somebody will say something, or I was at Home Depot one time. Um, I don't know if they're your sponsors, but sorry. Uh, That's Okay. My, my sponsors have been told you can just deal with it. Okay. <laughs> Good. All right. So um, I was at an airport one time and I had a guy run up to me and, you know, tap me on the back. And I just, you know, when something like that happens, you just assume that it's a friend of yours or whatever until they say your name. And my real name and my stage name are two separate identities. So I know when I'm Wonder Woman and I'm not. <laughs> And it's a great way so I can tell if I know you or not. And uh, when they said Rebecca, that's when I knew, you know, oh, okay, it's a, it's a fan. And when I had the red hair, that was when I got recognized the most. Right. And it was just so vivid, bright. And I, oh, I'll tell you a story. I was grocery shopping and I had that vibrant red hair. And this girl comes up to me and she's just like, she was uh, speaking broken English, and I really can't do the accent very well, but she was like, uh, I thought she was saying Rebecca Love or something like <laughs> And she, and I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, TV, she goes, and I, I was like, uh-huh. And she goes, oh, and she did the whole, you know, air sign autograph kind of thing. And I was like, uh, sure. And uh, 
then she said Brett Michaels in Broken, and then I realized she was saying Rock of Love, and she thought I was Lacey from Rock of Love. <laughs> and that was just awkward. <laughs> <laughs> More awkward than, uh, yeah. How do you feel about being recognized as Lacey from Rock of Love? Well, I know she was crazy and all, but, you know, whatever exposure, I'll take it. Okay, okay, because um, the listeners of, well, some of the listeners know this, but in, in my earlier life, I actually worked for LFP, which is Larry Flint Publications. And I dated a girl that was an adult entertainer, and she also had a different stage name than, than her real name. And all of that stuff is kind of hard for, I think, a lot of people to understand that you're unlike somebody that's uh, got their real name out there, there's, a, there's a, a little bit of a difference between your private life and your stage life. Absolutely. I mean, Rebecca Love is a job. She's a character, and she's amazing. I love Rebecca. Anytime, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm out and about, and I just want to go crazy, I am Rebecca. Um, my other personality, my normie personality, my civilian, She's so boring. I mean, she's yawn. She's the stay-at-home housewife, yada, yada. Uh, Rebecca gets a lot of work done. Yeah, the other one, you know, she, she's boring. I, I don't know what to say. She just, she'd rather, like, sit in front of a TV, watch a movie, and chill out. But, you know, Rebecca's, like, 80% of my time, so. <laughs> right, you've kind of got to devote a little to that. And who wouldn't rather sit in front of the TV and veg out? I mean, I'm sure... Obama would rather be doing that than what he's doing. So um, I do I'd rather do a nine to five job so then I could have weekends off. But when I get off work, I'm off work. I'm not on the clock anymore. The problem is when you're Rebecca Love or you work for yourself, you're on the clock twenty four seven. Oh yeah, yeah. There's uh, not a time when you leave the house that you can go to dinner that you're absolutely one hundred percent sure that somebody's not going to come up to you. It's uh, from what I do, I do a lot of different things, but one of the things I do is sports here in Dallas. And there's nowhere that I can really go and sit down without somebody coming up. And first of all, do you love this one where they when they ask you if you're who you are? If you're who you are, I love that one. Aren't you Tom <laughs> Gully? It's like, what are you asking me for? I already know. Um, I, I am. <laughs> yeah. And then and then they go into some like 90 minute conversation about a three second thing you said four weeks ago. And you're just uh, uh, do you have that happen? Well, people will ask you about a movie you were in or something that you did that you have absolutely no recollection of. Especially the outfit. Do you remember that outfit you wore? I'm like, really? <laughs> no, I, I do not remember what I was wearing because it really wasn't my main focus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Generally so you, speaking, the, the outfit's not on that long. No, it's not. And I'm really questioning um, your sexuality right now. That, not that there's anything wrong with that. But <laughs> if you notice my outfit. <laughs> right, right. Well, now you're everywhere and you do everything. You're online. You do a talk show. You do a phone line. You do a camera room. You do personal appearances. You're on cable. I think Snapchat, uh, Snapchat photos of you are available by Carrier Pigeon. Uh, I mean, every kind of way that you can interact with the media, you're doing it. And that takes a variety of skills. I mean, that the general person probably doesn't possess. What along the way do you think prepared you for all that? Or you said you were in performing arts. Were you just born with sort of communications chops? Yeah, I've always had the gift to gab, first of all. I didn't 
know about podcasting and radio, this just came along further in my career, which that now I have a passion for, and I found myself. I was lost for a very long time. Um, I've always been a lesbian, I mean a thespian, in <laughs> high school, and, it, you know, kids' plays, this and that. I went to school for it because I just loved it. I absolutely love acting. Now, the reason I chose the porn room, I had a lot of sex in high school and I had a lot of sex in college and I was really good at it. <laughs> and it was really easy. Like, it's not that hard to perform on camera with a penis in your vagina. It's really not. It's super fun. And if I'm not wet, add lube. I mean, it's, it's easy and it was easy money. Granted, if I would have took the harder road, I probably would be like rolling around in cash on my bed right now and had a great big bank account sitting. But, you know, it is what it is. And I prefer making those cheesy movies because it's just stupid fun. And if it's not fun, I, I just don't do it. Or I'll do it for six months and I'll drop it like a bad habit. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, th I have been desperately trying I'm in some small, really crappy straight-to-video movies, and I always, I, I always tell these guys, look, I don't want to be anything important in any of your movies. I want to be the sheriff or the principal or the janitor and that stuff, and I want to be in Truck Stop Women on the Moon. I don't want to be in Titanic. I, I, I think those movies are so much fun and, and so awesome. Just reading the titles of your movies makes me want to see them. But the acting part of it... Um, I was I was interested in ask, acting asking you about that because you've got a personality obviously and you're articulate you've got a talk show when you sit down to to do acting so to speak because now you know you're doing the Cinemax movies which are more acting than actual sex um, do you think about the character that you're playing and how she is and do you get into that or do you just go out there and just pretend you're a person and have fun. Well, acting's my hobby, and as much as we get paid on those Skinamax movies, which is nil to none, it is a hobby. Um, I have so much fun doing it, and I read the whole script, and I get into the character. Granted, I am no Oscar winner, but do you ever just do something because you just absolutely love it no matter what, and, uh, and you really just don't care? Uh, I know the quality isn't there, but the cheese factor is and the crew, and they're my friends, and we always do the same movies together. Um, I just go with, I mean, I study my lines, and I get it down, and I imagine this character, uh, but I'm not gung-ho on it. You know, when I show up, they don't expect an Oscar performance. However, I do have my lines down, and I have fun with it. And there's a lot of times I, I change that character, you know, halfway through. But I don't really think it matters on a Skinamax movie because I know what you guys are doing over there on the other side. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, if it's got a good plot, it'll just play more often. But the truth of the matter is, is if it's got the title, uh, then you're, you yes. know, people will watch it. You know, Emmanuel in Outer Space still shows. And it's nearly unwatchable, but it's part of the Emmanuel franchise. So there's, you know, guys from Turkey that'll watch it no matter what. Um, the variety of media that you're in, how, how has that kind of, how have you adapted to that? Because, I mean, in, the, in the, the, the days before the Internet started, it was just 
kind of, well, you do these movies and you make these personal appearances and you go to these conventions and that's it. Now you have to really know social media. You're doing a podcast that involves technological expertise. Uh, you've got your websites, etc. How have you adapted to all of that stuff? I adapted. Um, I just educated myself. <laughs> so what happens is uh, in the beginning, actually, when I was getting this was the early 90s. I mean, the Internet was around. Right, it right. New and it was dial up. I mean, I was webcamming in the late 90s. Wow. So I know. Right. And it was horrible. I mean, the buffer rate. Yeah. Could you imagine? Well, you remember dial-up, don't you? Yeah, I remember. I was on the internet like in the very first month AOL was available. Yeah. So I, I remember the, you mean, if you if you, you download a 4-meg file, it would take you an hour. Oh, my gosh. And, and think about webcamming. It was just the quality wasn't there. It was a small picture. And I tell you what, I could have sent you like five pictures. And if you flip through them, I move faster. <laughs> so, yeah. Everything, like when something new comes out, I, I teach myself. Like um, I do my own websites and stuff. And right now my sites are down because I'm dealing with a server issue. So I am going out of my mind today. Uh, but I learned, like, okay, what happened was I gave, when I gave somebody control, either it wouldn't get done, wouldn't get done fast enough for me. So I was like, why am I just pushing this onto somebody else and paying them? I'm just going to learn. You know, so you can't put the wool over my eyes and I'm not blinded. So I just, I started learning it and I would pick up, I didn't pick up everything at once. Every time something new came along, I would just learn. And with YouTube tutorials and podcast tutorials and there's just so much information out there, I just, I self, I self-taught myself. And I went out there and I researched. At first it was Barnes and Nobles. Then it progressed to um, YouTube, and now it's progressing to podcast. I mean, I am a podcast connoisseur right now. Awesome, because you, you have a really, really incredible show, and you're on uh, several other different shows, and I've seen how you've kind of uh, been developing things and being on other shows and whatnot until now you've got your own. It's hilarious. I love listening to it. Uh, I basically immersed myself in, in a whole bunch of them over the last few days. Um, the, the high fives to you because the process you just described is the same thing I did. Um, I work in the internet field and all that stuff, but I didn't know any of the technology and I've been in radio for years and advertising. I know how to do production. I know how to do certain things, but it really is a matter of exactly what you said. It's not that hard. It's just, um, different you're unaccustomed to it but people try to make the internet more mysterious than it really is you know as, as soon as you learn the basics there's always going to be something new coming out a, another learning curve and that's what makes it interesting because you're like oh i gotta learn about this next so it's there's always an ongoing process especially with technology i mean it's just it's going crazy like and uh and I enjoy, I enjoy learning. I don't quite like going to an institution and doing it. <laughs> I like to do it on my free time, but uh, yeah. And, and I'm glad you like the shows that, I mean, I'm getting better now. In the beginning, when I used to do a podcast with Katie Morgan, it was called Having Sex with Katie Morgan. I never listened to our podcast. I had no idea what they were like. I didn't even know what a podcast was. I just came over and said, all right, I want to do your radio show with you. That was, you know, that yeah. was it. Sure. I showed up, co-host, and that was it. As soon as I got my own, 
and I started without even not, I, I didn't even know. I just threw it up on iTunes, this and that. I had no idea. As soon as I started listening to Podcast Answer Man, bam, yeah. it started hitting me. And I was like, wow, I get it now. And I did it wrong in the beginning, but I'm going to fix these little and, and tweak it. And that's what I'm doing. Well, you're doing it real well. Now, for example, if you haven't heard Talking Dirty with Rebecca Love, go there. Of course, after listening to this program um, and all 230 episodes. But but go straight there because she got onto a discussion. Now, are you a, a, an aficionado of comic book characters at all? It was a topic of our show. <laughs> yeah. I, I watch them here and there, but I am not up to date with my superhero characters. <laughs> okay. Well, th the, these will be because the discussion that Rebecca was having uh, with her host is Jocelyn Stone. Yes, Jocelyn Stone. She's the with best. Her, with her co-host or her guest i it's a great show <laughs> the, they were having a discussion about having sex with the hulk and you you said that you know when he turned from dr bruce oh, bruce yeah bruce or david banner whichever of the two if you're the tv fan or you're the movie fan he right. turns into the hulk and then would quote unquote split you like wood i think was your quote right because doesn't he turn into the hulk when his heart like speeds up and it's racing yes so if he's penetrating you and then you know he just turns into the jolly green giant boom i mean you and i think i said this on my radio show you're like picasso on the wall yeah. <laughs> you're splatter art all of a sudden splatter art. well unfortunately rebecca that got me to thinking um superman now now when he climaxes wouldn't that be like a shotgun blast or a, I mean, because he's Superman. I mean, he doesn't have like a human climax, right? You are so right. I didn't even think about that. Poor Lois Lane. No, no, he just wouldn't be allowed to come inside. No, it could be on you. Or, well, wait a minute. It's even on you. Even on you. Wow, you're right. Right. You're going to have to have like a, you know, uh, one of those human target forms or something at the other end of the room or off the edge of a canyon, I don't know, some, something yeah. where it would be safe, you know, and, and the three rules of gun safety would apply, you know, you never aim at anything you don't want to kill, you always, every gun is loaded, all that would pertain. Yeah, it's either that or blue balls, where <laughs> he just, he's not allowed to, and then he has to go fly out somewhere to outer space, you know, take, you know, and release. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a picture of the girl with him real fast. Yeah, and he could be there and back so fast she wouldn't know. She'd have to ask him, which would kind of be a role reversal. Uh, did you or didn't you? Normally the guy has to ask. But anyway, um, Reed Richards from the Fantastic Four, the real stretchy guy. Yes. Can you imagine him like on a first date? That would be impossible to deal with. The stretchiness of him? Well, just his hands could go everywhere. You wouldn't be able to fend him off. He'd about that would be amazing in bed yeah really he else <laughs> quite a contortionist um you know johnny storm the human flame um does, does yeah does trojan make an asbestos condom yeah you'd have to have a fire extinguisher next to the bed i mean that just it would hurt don't don't you anyway i think yeah we always have one yeah, yeah most people you have like a, a bucket of sand on one side and then Absolutely. Um, the Silver Surfer. That's right. Well, the thing about the Silver Surfer is just just a drop of lube and you couldn't even stay with that guy because he's all, 
You know what I mean? It would be slippery. Yes, yeah, super slippery. Oh, okay, super slippery. Okay. Spider oh. Spider Man. Oh, Spider Man would throw his cum back in your face. That would be his web. But would he shoot webbing? I mean, would you know that like your girlfriend was cheating with Spider Man if you got home and she was like webbed up to the wall or the headboard or something? Yeah, that would be a good sign that she was with Spider Man. I mean, I, you can't get out of that lie. Right. Whose webbing is this? Right. There's no good answer. No, um, there's one. <laughs> okay. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna this this superhero. I'm gonna give you the superhero, and then I'm gonna radically just amp up your interest in sleeping with this superhero. Okay, Iron Man. Iron Man by himself doesn't sound that great. Now, th now I'll make him sound awesome. Iron Man brought to you by Hitachi. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. Because this is what we said in Superhero Sex. Uh, we were talking about Iron Man. First of all, he's a billionaire. Oh, yeah, that doesn't hurt. Yeah, so even out of costume, he's okay. <laughs> Uh, not that I'm materialistic, but that makes life easy. Uh, with the suit, that is just one hell of a toy. And I said that with Batman, too. Batman has all the toys, right? Because he has no real superpower. But all his gadgets? Mm -hmm. Oh, melting. Utility belt, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he has that cave, too. The cave. The bat oh. cave. Yeah, that would definitely be up Jocelyn Stone's alley because she's all into that dungeon effect. So, yeah, between those two, they would have the same kind of, uh, oh, I can't think of the word. <laughs> the same vibe, that same attachment, utility, better bring plenty of batteries kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thor, two words, the, yeah. ha the hammer. The hammer. Just the hammer. Oh, um, God. Captain America probably wouldn't have sex with you. He's real puritanical, but he, he's a goody boy. He does have the world's largest IUD. IUD? Inner uterine device. That shield. Oh, God. Never mind. God, I got it. I no. got it. <laughs> he throws it around, too. He's not really picky about who. Anyway, you know, I, in my research, I found out something that I did not know until just a day ago today you've done some super heroin fantasy stuff oh yeah a long time ago i did for um super heroin central i was fuchsia <laughs> if that's the one you're talking about is there another one out there i'm not i have no idea i i just looked it up and saw that you were in a costume and we're doing some super heroin stuff and i know that's really super popular right now yeah, I did that like, oh gosh, early 2000s, I did those. And then uh, recently I was doing a fetish fairy tales and that's where I was the evil queen of Snow White and we were just making a twist with fetish, you know. So I was the evil queen and I would just do horrible stuff. Wow, I've, I've never seen you be an evil person. I know and I love it. It's so much fun. Really? What, what about it appeals to you? Well, first of all, it's out of character for me, and it gives me something totally different. Fetish fascinates me, even though I, I don't know what my fetish is, and I haven't discovered it yet, but it's never the same. Like, vanilla can be this, or vanilla, porn can be very vanilla. It can be the same, mm -hmm. and it's, uh, it just becomes monotonous, and with fetish, you never know 
what you're going to do next. I mean, from ass worship to bondage. Um, I mean, there's popping balloons. There's so many I can't even. Like, oh, if no. You, it, if, if it's rule 34 of the Internet. Yeah. The if, internet. if it exists, there is porn of it. Right. Um, there's the clown fetish. There's the I mean, we've had dominatrixes on the show before and you just you literally can't even there's a guy somewhere with a left nostril nose inhaler fetish and he sees him and he goes crazy. I mean, it's I um, when I worked for Hustler uh, reviewed, uh, you know, adult movies. Okay. And this is the truth. I got to the point where I would this was the videotape days. I would fast forward through the sex because it was the same every time and watch the plot so I could intelligently write the review of the movie. That's what I do with my Skinamax movies. I fast forward through those dry humping scenes and then I just, I'm critiquing myself. So, or, you know, watching it. So I do the same thing. I, I don't make a review out there, but it, it's just the same. It's making out. It's the same format. You know, uh, in porn, it was FP one, two, three. You started with oral, and then you went into those. Same with Skinamax. You have a seven. Uh, you have to shoot ten minutes of fake sex, and you can do whatever as long as you're not showing the cooch. And that's what we did. We had a uh, not a stopwatch, but a timer. Wow. Yeah. Now, uh, there's two kinds of people in the world. There's people that know about the Hitachi, and people that don't. Um, I have introduced this to people in, in the world and uh, they go crazy for it. Can you explain uh, to the, to a non girl, the, the whole Hitachi thing? The Hitachi. I I've never used one. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I have never used one. I've seen them. I know they exist. I know it's this amazing, uh, a massage thing and it's has this, uh, unique shape to it and it's pretty expensive. But I, I just, I don't have one. I mean, my old, I had so many toys from set. Yeah. That I, well, I have a, a literally a toy box full of them, but not Hitachi. So if you're out there and you want to buy Miss Rebecca Love a nice gift. <laughs> well, and, and this is dovetailing into something you just said. You know, I'm always thinking of opportunities. A documentary film. Where in the world is Rebecca Love's fetish? And they follow you on your search for your fetish. I think that'd be a great kind of a. a it might it might take a few years because I I I I don't even know I had a or I don't know if I have a fetish. The only reason I'm into fetish, my dear Jocelyn Stone and my friends are into it, and I'm still trying to grasp what is my fetish. So it might take many moons. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, uh, what do you do when you get a scene where you have to be tied up or have to have some element of fetish? that you don't necessarily get well, into. I really haven't tied anybody up because it takes a certain technique for that. But when it comes to uh, humiliation and all that, I, I watch a scene. I watch a scene and I mimic. And that's what I do. Just like most people, when they watch a movie, they mimic lines. And that's, oh. that's all I do. Okay. Now, um, role play here with me a little. I'm not the kind that people might be thinking. Back in the day, before you could interact with your fans, and you've been doing it a long time on the Internet, uh, but, but before you could do it on camera, quite to the degree that you can now, even today at big conventions like AVN, you actually have to meet your fans in person face to face. Yes. I, I have to do this too. And I have a theory about that. 93% of them are awesome. And then 7% of them 
just have taken it a little too far. Um, so can, can I go through a role play of some fans that might come up to you sure. and, and how you would handle them? Um, because I've, you guys, I've been to these conventions, I swear to God, are the most diplomatic, absolutely great with people ever uh, I've ever seen. Because someone might come up to you and go, Boy and howdy, Rebecca Love. I bet you I spanked it to you a million times. How are you? Oh, I love my southern boys. Oh, I would just eat him up. Yeah, me and my mama watch you together almost every night. You and your mama. <laughs> <laughs> but well, you, you get stuff like that, though, right? I mean, people, they, they come up and they will say stuff. And you just have to kind of keep, yeah. keep the smile on and act like oh, that's, just, that's normal. I've had, I've had girls, young girls come up to me and go, oh my God, my dad loves you. Whoa, really? <laughs> I was actually um, a bridesmaid, or a maid of honor, I'm sorry, not a bridesmaid, for my girlfriend. And a few months later, her dad goes, uh, wasn't that your maid of honor? Because I came on HBO. Mm -hmm. And awkward. <laughs> awkward. Uh, do you get this one? You, you are Rebecca Love. You will come with me now. I will buy you a small village in my country. I wish. No, I haven't got that one yet. Don't I'm get, waiting for that one. Don't get the foreign guys. No, uh, but I do get the. I do get the, especially in Vegas, the high rollers coming up and going. You know, I'll give you this, and I'll get you that, and we'll do this, and I'll fly you away, and you know, yeah, do that. Yes. No village though. I haven't no got village. Yeah. Well. It's good reach. I like it though. It's early. Um. <laughs> Do you get the, uh, hey, Rebecca Love, I seen you in them jugs on TV. You having a good time with them jugs? That's great. I was where we get here. You might not have those jugs with you. Have you tried the food over at the Luxler with those jugs? You get those guys? Oh, yeah, the juice heads. I get them. <laughs> <laughs> I usually smile. I don't have much to say. I try to smile. The only time I, I, I get a little grossed out or whatever it's body odor. Like, please just shower or put some deodorant on. That's all I ask. Cause I, I hug my fans. I take pictures with my fans. So it's just the hygiene is the only thing I ask, you know, because if it's, if I smell it on you, it's going to rub off on me and then I'm going to smell like the, the bad person. Plus it's just not good. It's not good. Not good. Do you get the guy that just comes up and says hi? And no matter what you say back to him, he just goes, hi. Oh, he's hi. super Yes. Yes. Those are the ones that, you know, you just want to put your arm around, take the picture and a kiss on the cheek. Yeah. And they go off just like running into objects and stuff for the rest of the day. <laughs> but that's a compliment. It is. It's awesome. I, I think what you do is awesome. Um, you're, you're so friendly and so, you know, up, up front and everything. Um, not, not all of the ladies are. Not all of the ladies that do what you do are, are quite so genteel about their profession. Um, sing with those characters, though, I got to say, I can picture those characters in my <laughs> right now. Well, I'm sorry about that. Uh, yeah. Most of us cannot possibly have a conception of it. Uh, so what's it like to be relentlessly, constantly hit on? I mean, I know what it's like for me, uh, but what it, seriously, what is it like for you? I don't think I don't think the average person understands that whole deal. You know what's crazy? I don't notice it. 
I am so oblivious, unless I guess I'm at a trade show. I am oblivious because I run karaoke triple X on Tuesdays out here in Las Vegas. And I'm around my fans a lot because a lot of people come to Vegas. Sure. And if they are hitting on me, I I just don't notice because I am fun, loving, bubbly, and everybody knows I have a significant other. So I don't really I gosh. I'm so sorry, my fans. No, no, that's okay. It's it's you're probably so used to it by now. I just Maybe you know. that's it. Maybe that's it. I don't know. You really have to hit like you have to come out and tell me. <laughs> Listen, I like you and I want to date you. And then I go, bing. I oh. get Hello, Miss Love. I am hitting on you. Here's a certificate. It's been right. notarized. Um, I'm very snoonod when it comes to that. Well, what what makes Rebecca Love feel sexy? You mentioned, you know, your your you know alter ego is just a regular stay at home mom. If you've been cleaning the house and uh, maybe that you know, make me feel sexy. <laughs> cut the front yard and done some stuff. What do you do, or what makes you feel sexy uh, when you want to feel sexy? When I want to feel sexy, I want to dress up to the nines. I do live in Las Vegas, and they have amazing restaurants. I love to go to a five-star dinner, have a great meal in a beautiful black cocktail dress with five-inch heels, sparkling, a purse to match, my makeup done, and... uh, and that's about it. I just, I love great dinners and the ambiance. So that is how I, I go out on the town. And then, and, and you know what? That's when I want to feel super sexy. But what I love doing, I love going to a billiard in my like jeans and a cutoff shirt and playing some pool and drinking a, a beer. That is like my go-to. But when you said nines, that is, you know, the dinner one. Are you good at pool? No, I'm horrible, and I have a pool table in my house, but I think I get better when I drink. I really do. A lot, I, a lot of people uh, say that. Yeah. I, I don't know why. because I, Maybe because there's two balls on the table by that time, and I just go in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you get to hold that stick the whole game, too. Oh, yes. Um, <clears throat> and some balls. Yeah. And some of the sticks are screw in. So you get the, you know, the I, word screw is involved. See, uh, I, that's it. I, I, that's why I like softball, too, because I love those big balls mm-hmm. and I love that hard bat. So those are, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got you. I was, I was going to ask you if you were uh, partial to any kind of sports, but we've kind of covered that. Now, camming is kind of exploded here recently. Um, I think it's the latest sensation, and you've been doing it for – for quite a while. What has your experience with the camming been like? Camming in the beginning, even with dial-up, it was so new and not a lot of people were doing it and the money was outrageous. Um, as it progressed, and it got better, there was, you know, um, I in the beginning, I can't remember what site I was on because it doesn't exist anymore, but I went to I'm Live. Then after that, I went to uh, Streammate, My Free Camps. I'm on a lot of different ones because I get bored. Right. I'm one of those people, squirrel. I, I have that ADD where I have to have or do something different. I can't do the same repetitive thing day after day. So I switch up my campsites. Um, they've gotten a lot better. I mean, the quality is fabulous. You can even get them now on your TV in a hotel room. Wow. It's, I know. Isn't it crazy? Next, it's going to be holograms. Um, 
what I've noticed though, the money did drop a little and that's because there's so many cam girls. Um, now the rate, those cam companies out there, it's usually 50-50, like my free cams, it's 50-50, um, I'm live. Streammate is a little different. I think they take 65 and the girl gets 35, but if you bring it through the affiliate, then your rate goes up. Uh, so yeah, there's just a lot of different ones, a lot of different girls. It's just like porn. Porn used to be amazing pay, but now with the internet, it just, you know, it, it got uh, flooded. Well, with that and the piracy. Yeah. The, I, the piracy of, uh, of adult films on the internet is, geez, if those guys make back a dime on every dollar that, that goes, you know, it's 90%, it gets pirated. Yeah, well, see, I, I don't have royalties, and I don't distribute, so. <laughs> well, then that's that's the thing, is um, if you've ever seen Rebecca Love in a, anything, and you'd like to talk to her or, or anything else, you can, and keep in mind, all those movies that you've seen, and she got paid for that one time, she's not going to get royalties on that or anything, so connect with her on the internet and hook up with her and, and uh, show her your appreciation in that fashion. You know what I love doing, Tom? I love phone. I love audio. Well, you know that because I podcast. Uh, when they call me on my 900 number, I love that. I love talking to my fans. And I think it's better than webcam. I can be anywhere, anytime, and just be devoted to them one-on-one. -on -one. Right. And those, those cam rooms, you, you said it. I mean, I'm, uh, the listeners know, I'm really looking into this cam thing because I'm, I'm probably going to do a documentary about it. I think it's kind of fascinating. And uh, there is a discernible difference between a girl that's just starting out or maybe she's just pretty and she's in front of a cam in uh, Fargo, North Dakota, and someone like yourself that, like, you know, when when someone comes to your room, you're extremely polished. You know, you're, you've got an actual show, so to speak, that you're putting on, and you're interacting with the people that are on the other side of the camera. Um, the, the whole MFC thing or my free cams or whatever is, uh, interesting to me also because it allows you to interact maybe not as intimately as you can on the phone, but with a whole bunch of your fans at once without actually having to, having to be in front of them. Right. And it's all over the world. So I think it's great marketing, especially on my free cams. I actually use them. Like when I do my podcast, I'll set it up so they can watch us doing our podcast. And I, uh, when I get bored, my free cams I use when I get bored because I love that chat. I love getting in there and talking to people. I'll even be in my PJs and get on there. But when I go on Streammate or Cam Models, I am, I'm dolled up and I have a, I'm polished, as you said. I'm all into that moment but with my free cams i have fun i use it as my community chat room that is that is very very cool and there is a difference between the various sites i've looked into that a little bit and you know, some of them are far more upscale and and uh, have few far more fewer models uh, my free cams is the aol of cam modeling i mean anybody right uh, that wants to do it can and and pretty quickly so stand-up comedy I understand you'll be doing some stand-up comedy on the, is it the 22nd of January? Tom, you've been doing your homework. Yeah, I'm excited about the stand-up comedy because you are a naturally funny person. And uh, I know Aaliyah Janine was on our show and she's doing stand-up comedy now. 
Um, are you looking forward to that? Is it something, are you, are you writing a routine up? Uh, how are you approaching that? Well, Jocelyn and I are doing a skit. So what is going to happen is we have our stand-ups. And I was going to do stand-up because it was on my bucket list. And Rebecca Bardot came to me and she's like, would you help me with this event? And I said, I'd only help you if you let me be one of the acts because I've always wanted to do it. And then Jocelyn was like, well, I want to do it, but I don't want to do it alone. So I'm like, well, why don't we do a skit together? So we are actually in between um, a comic. We are going to do a skit. And that way it's not just a monologue of one or the other. So we fail together instead of solo. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're Abbott and Costello, you know. Pretty much, pretty yeah. much. And I cannot wait. It's January 22nd at Sapphires. And we have a real headliner, uh, Daryl Wright. He's a true comedian. He does uh, Jay Moore Sports, I think. Cool. Yeah, he does that podcast. He's a true comedian. He's been on Showtime. And we are going to have fan-fucking-tastic time. There's Nina Hartley, Evan Stone, Kirk Lockwood. Uh, who are some of the girls, though? Brittany Andrews. I mean, it's stellar cast. Well, so if you're in Vegas on the 22nd, I know a lot of people are going to be there. There's like 7,000 adult conventions from the 21st to the 27th. Right. Um, check it out. Uh, Sapphires. That ought to be awesome. Now, you mentioned a bucket list. What's the thing in your career that you still have left to do up at the very top? Which is What's the thing you really want to do that you haven't yet? In my career... Um... Well, on my bucket list, when it comes to sex, I'm going to say I've ever done two guys at once. I don't know if people know that about me. But... I knew that because you've mentioned that on a couple of times. Okay, okay. So that is one of my sexual things. Um, wow, you just stumped me because I just found this podcasting thing and I'm really loving it. And if anything, I just hope it takes off and it's big. I... I've done what I've set out to do. I'm not finished yet. I just don't know what the next discovery is. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. You're just waiting for the next thing to appear on the horizon. <laughs> You've already been in a major motion picture with Jack Nicholson and Matt Damon. Yeah, but you know what? That was just a little cut from a vivid video up on the big screen. <laughs> That's, hey, look, there's, there's a whole lot of people that would like to say that was just a little cut from a, you know, you're, you're in the movie. I, but Tom, you know what I'd love to do? I'd love to go on tour. I would love to go on tour. That's probably on my bucket list. You mean go on tour as a, just perform at clubs or? On stage, um, not featuring, but either doing, because I did do it with Katie Morgan and we did our podcast thing on stage in California and I got such an enjoyment out of it. Or maybe teaching something, but back on the stage doing something. I bet you you could make that happen at big clubs in big cities doing your, your podcast with a couple of your friends. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. I mean, that... I wouldn't put it past you. Well, I'm writing it down now, so I have it on my visual board. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for the lightning round? What's this? You speak... The lightning round is a series of questions that you may or may not have answered, um, but it goes very fast. They're, very simple to answer. You don't have to do it if you don't want to, but I always want to try something new. Come on. Okay, here we go. This is the lightning round. What was your first car? Ford Fairmont. That is correct. Uh, what? That is correct. You're telling me it's correct? Yes, it is correct. Uh, first record you ever bought with your own money? 
Bonnie Tyler, uh, Toilet Clips of the Heart one. That is correct, and that is awesome. Uh, there was nothing you could do, right? It was a total eclipse of the heart. I guess. Yeah. Uh, what did you do on your very first date? What didn't I do? <laughs> that is correct. Uh, favorite thing about being an adult entertainer? Honest. That is correct. A major Las Vegas casino creates a drink called the Rebecca Love. What is in the drink? Beer, tomato juice, and a splash of whiskey. That is correct. When they make the Rebecca Love story into a major motion picture, who other than you will play you? Miss Piggy. That is unfortunately correct. Um, what item would you have to have, absolutely have to have, if stranded on a desert island? My toothbrush. That is correct. What is the first concert you ever went to? You too. That is correct. Strangest thing you've ever gotten in the mail from a fan? Ooh, um, penis peg. That is so sad and correct. <laughs> what unknown skill or talent or expertise do you possess that would amaze most people? Um, I can do I can do amazing things with my tongue and shape it into different characters. I'd have to show you. It's a visual thing. <laughs> you, that is correct. I bet you you can make like a shadow puppets with your tongue. I can. I never tried it, but I'm going to do it tonight. It's, yeah. Here's an Abe Lincoln. Here's Winston Churchill. Yeah, I bet you could. Um, who is your favorite adult entertainer? Ginger Lynn. That is correct. If someone had to watch just one of your movies, which would it be? It would be Love and Bullets with Ginger Lynn and Billy Glide. That is correct. What is the key to love? <gasps> Romance. That is correct. What's the best way? Oh, by the way, you got a perfect score in the lightning round. What's the best way for people to keep track of you and what you're doing? Justmyname.com, RebeccaLove.com. Man, it has been so awesome to talk to you. Um, I just want to know, Stalker, how, it, how did you know I was all right? <laughs> how did I know you were all right? All right. Every time, that is right. That is right. That is right. Oh, uh, Everybody that's on the lightning round, no matter what they say, I tell them they're correct. No, I figured that. That's oh, right. okay. Yeah. Stalker. It's, it's, um, uh, the, the uh, Gary Hart would not stop laughing after I did it. He, he, he thought it was the funniest thing in the world that, that I would tell him he was right about his first car. So it's um, clever. It's very clever. Well, you know, uh, it's, you know, I have a lot of free time. Um, but, you know, it has been awesome to talk to you. Obviously, I've, I've watched your, your uh, work for, for quite some time. You are really spectacularly gorgeous, which is obvious, but you have a really awesome personality that uh, I think people really dig. So thank you. thank you. It's that girl next door, you know, homegrown. Yeah, but you're real sassy and you're unexpectedly um, salacious. <gasps> Don't use big words on me. You're making my head hurt. Uh, you're unexpectedly um, hot in a sexually hey. suggestive way. Wow. Thank you. Well, no, because you're talking, you're real sweet and everything, and then, bam, you'll get right down to brass tacks. That's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's pretty cool. I'm just uh, honest. I'm brutally honest. 
Well, you're you're brutally fun. I can't thank you enough for being on the show. And anytime you want to come back or anything you got to promote, let us know and we'll tell the five people that listen to this show. Oh, honey, I know you have more than that because your auto, audio quality is amazing. <laughs> well, I, I don't even know what to say about that. You know, some of these people uh, that, that use blog talk, I know they're into it because blog talk has done a really good job of being accessible and easy for people to get on. But the yeah. audio quality is such crap right. that I just tell them, why are you doing that to yourself? Uh, well, is when you're listening to something, it has to be quality. Because if it's horrible, I'm going to turn you off. I just, I can't listen. And if I have a show that's really bad or the mic was bad or the guest, I won't even put it up on my network. I, I have had a few that I've just hated putting up because they were bad phone connections. I vastly prefer Skype. And it's like uh, this thing, I put it out at CD quality on MP3 because I do care about people you know, being able to hear something that sounds nice. If you're going to listen to me for an hour, mm -hmm. I can't sound crappy. No, I agree. With Plus, you. I've got Rebecca Love on my show. And her voice is, that's one of the cool things about you, too. You have a sexy voice. I do? Yeah. I don't listen to my, I mean, I listen to myself, but I don't go, wow, I am turning myself on. Well, I mean, it's not like you overdo it, but your voice just, I get its bass, whatever, you don't have a nasal Bronx accent or anything like that. If you've been on my free cams, you know how prevalent the Kim Kardashian vocal fry is these days. And you just have a, a nice, mellifluous, sexy kind of voice. Plus, you're articulate. You know how to use your voice. Well, thank you. I cannot sing, but, you know, when it comes to phone and, and speaking... I pride myself on that, but I, I cannot sing. I wish I could. Have you ever tried? I mean... I run Karaoke Triple X. You don't think I haven't tried? <laughs> <laughs> after, after so many drinks? Oh, I try. Trust me. What's your song? What song that normally gets you up there? Okay, this is my go-to. It's either These Boots Are Made For Walking, because you just have to talk through it, or C is For Cookie by Sesame Street. Because you only, you know... Serious for cookie. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my go-to. Ladies and gentlemen, breaking news: Rebecca Love does a Cookie Monster impersonation. I do. I used to have a puppet. I used to go on stage with it, and Cookie Monster would eat my cookie out when I was performing. <laughs> and we would do C is for Cookie. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh gosh, I am a carny. You've seen my. <laughs> I free cams. I have a freaking wheel I spin. I play games. Even at trade shows, which I'm going to Adult Con in LA in February, I put up a wheel and we play games. We spin it. We have fun because it gets boring just, you know, hi, how you doing? Sign an autograph. No. Let's, you know, I do Tigger bounces on my freaking cam shows. I like to have fun. You do the thing where you write the person's name on the dry erase board next to you and then take, take yeah they take their picture with you yeah. i think all that stuff is cool for a variety of reasons number one it keeps people engaged in what's going on you're not just sitting there going okay guys my goal tonight is five thousand let's go let's get this shirt off right. you're 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 doing stuff you know it's it's interesting i just cut and paste in the chat room i try not to say you know i want the these tokens and that i just i just have fun with it tokens 
I was blissfully unaware of the concept of tokens until about a few months ago. And uh, it wasn't until a little while into it that I realized the, the models are not getting all these tokens. Yeah. <laughs> like they're getting that, you're only getting half of this? Half the tokens. But that's a better cut than some other cam cam sites. You know? the, the rates that you guys make on that to me are like, I'm like, are you joking? Right. Uh, it's like, okay, folks, for the, the economically challenged, you can buy 200 tokens for $20. That means each token is worth a dime. Is that, that crazy? <laughs> that means that the girl is getting a nickel for every token. So if you give her 100 tokens, she's getting $5. Right. You got that. You hit the nail right in the head. Yes. And 100 tokens, it seems like a lot when you're on there. Because I watch and, and, I, and I say, this guy's tipping 10 tokens. Does he realize he's telling this girl, you're worth 50 cents or whatever it is? I, I don't <laughs> want to have to do the math. Uh, why would you do that? You know, it, it's I can't I can't believe it. I'm I was in your your room and I'm like, I almost wanted to type folks. This is Rebecca Love. Like okay, this you're a dollar fifty. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I you know what? When I get on my free cams, I'm there just to have fun and, you know, just to bullshit. And it's great marketing. I look at it in a different light because I'm like, I'm reaching how many people that are coming into my chat room. Oh, yeah, and, that's that's the one everybody's on. So when you go yeah. on there, you're going to get, you know, huge numbers. So when I don't want to doll up and stuff, that's when I get on there because I know it's great marketing on there. You weren't dolled up? I, well, I don't know when you saw me, but I'm I hurt. I, I, th think, I thought you were so dolled up. I, I, I put in my diary that day. Rebecca Love was so dolled up tonight. All right. Bullshit. <laughs> I was. From a onesie, I had a onesie on and it had like pigs flying all over it. What are you talking about, <laughs> and I think I had the Hobbit on the TV. <laughs> I, I think I, you, you may have. I, I I wasn't paying attention to the TV. Um, well, I don't know how to end this interview because you're you're too much fun to talk to. Other than to say, are you going to be at any of the AVN type stuff that's going on in the? Uh, I'm going to be roaming around um, the floor and then meeting back at the bar. You know that center bar that all the hookers go to in every casino? Well, at the Hard Rock, there's a hooker bar there, too. That's where you can meet this hooker, Rebecca Love. Um, yes, I am going to be circling around. And if you see me at AEE, the Adult Entertainment Expo, more you are more than welcome to buy me a drink. <laughs> awesome. So yeah. everybody go to RebeccaLove.com. If it's down when you get there, don't worry. It'll be up very soon. Yeah, I'm having issues. The, the server thing, it's, it's the worst. Isn't it? It's because you call your provider and they don't really know. Well, we're having a problem with the core sector on the server you're on and we're going to transfer those files and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. We're not even answering the phone. <laughs> that's, that's bad. That's bad. That's bad when the... Uh, For years, though, so this is really bad. But I backed everything up, so we're good. That is really bad when the guys in India don't answer the phone. Right? Hello, <laughs> this is Floyd. <laughs> what is the nature of your problem? <laughs> Damn it, I was outsourced. Are you, are you from the United States? Of course, I am from Chicago. <laughs> this from Michael Jordan, he is amazing. What was your name again? Floyd. 
I've come from a long line of American people. Yeah. You are amazing with voiceovers. You yeah. have skills. Yeah, I, I, well, I do those, but you should be doing them. You did the commercial for the uh, comedy night, and what I loved more than anything, and I damn near asked you a question about it, and now I'm gonna. Where's the commercial? Teddy. It's, it's on YouTube. I've got to go look. I haven't seen it yet. You did a YouTube spot for the uh, comedy night that we just talked about at Sapphires. I didn't even know it was up. And then you ended that and you did the most awesome thing, which was nailed it. Nailed it, Teddy. Nailed it. I need a drink. And so, Teddy, can you talk about the importance and the role of Teddy in your life? Do you do you talk to Teddy a lot on your programs? I have many characters in my head and a lot of objects in my house are named. So yes, I have a lot of conversations with different things. When I said Miss Piggy as a go-to, because my movie will be Muppets. My life story will be all in Muppets. So yes, Teddy is sitting right over there. He's really shy today and quiet, but he's a bad, bad bear. Bad bear. What's he do that's so bad? Well, he wrote my show notes to make that commercial, and he left out the headliner. So, yeah, Teddy's bad. But you did nail it. You were one take Jake on that, see? And I, that's, that's the thing. And I'm just going to say this because I, I didn't want to earlier, but you have managed to build a brand and a career that's, like, much more vibrant and longer-lasting than most people. And I think the reason for that is you are super good at communications. Wow, I wish my guidance counselor told me that in high school. Then I would have known what to do with my life. Um, I just love people. I feed off them. Does that make me a, is it called a succubus? Uh, I just drain their energy. I just feed off people. I love people and they give me inspiration and, and they're my drug. People, really? people are your drug. People are my drug. I could not be on a deserted island, like you said, with just my toothbrush. I, I would need another person there. I would need a companion. Well, I, I think you probably could find, you know, volunteers all over the place. But um, that's interesting. That, that, now, do you think that you're able to size people up or do you have that ability as yeah. well? When you meet people, you, you either get an intuition about them or that, that you know, Absolutely not. I am horrible with that. I have, everybody has that little intuition and all. I don't have it. Mine is missing. I, I didn't come with it. Like batteries not included. That wasn't included in my package. And I, I can't read people. I don't know if they're good or bad. I mean, eventually after getting to know them and if they burn me, yeah, then I know. Then it's, you know, shame on me. Uh, but most of the time, I trust everybody. And I wish we had that world where everybody trusts everybody, but it, it doesn't work like that. And I'm one of those karma people. Like, I, I don't have a bad bone in my body. Well, I probably do have a little one because, you know, I said that fetish thing, but I just. It's not bad. It's not bad. It, it's definitely consenting. Um, I just, I treat people how I want to be treated. I know that's a little cliche. But I just don't want that bad karma or that mojo. So if I give that whole, you know, uh, rainbows, butterflies, fart and glitter kind of attitude, I, I just think that's a happier life. And doesn't everybody want to live a happy life? 
I don't know. I, I I watch the news, and I think there's a lot of people out there I, with a major Jones for being unhappy. But um, you seem happy all the time. I mean, you you and and the thing about you is that you don't have any sort of. Uh, doesn't seem to be a line between I'm a performer and these people are my fans in terms of just being another person on the planet. We're all the same. We're all going to the same place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, everybody's equal. I mean, you could be a homeless person on the street or you can be a billionaire, and I've met them all. So uh, it's just all in your attitude that makes you, you know, either sweet or nasty. Oh, see, Rebecca Love, is there is there anything uncool about you? What's the uncool thing about you? My uncoolness? Yeah, what's, what's the uncool, Rebecca Love? Because you're, you're a really hip chick. You're easy on the eyes you are smart you've got your own career and things that you do and you believe in happiness and mutual respect for all people there's got to be something really bad going on for all that cool stuff oh you want something bad <laughs> just 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 your your nerdy uncool thing I, that is it i am nerdy i mean i I told you I love learning new software and equipment. Um, that makes me nerdy. I'm a workaholic. Do you have a show, like a TV show, that you know like way too much about? No, see, well, I watch a lot of TV shows. Like Breaking Bad was my ultimate favorite. Mm -hmm. I love Game of Thrones. I have so many go-to. True Blood, but it ended. Um, I just watched The Sopranos. Like a couple months ago, I finally finished it. I thought that was amazing. I would like to see a mashup of Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones. How would that even go down? Like, I just like to see Heisenberg in that world, you know? Wasn't that amazing? Breaking Bad was so good. Oh, yeah. It's, and have you seen the, the new spinoff? No, it's out? It's not quite out yet, but they've released, I think, a trailer for it now. No. Uh, better that Call Saul. Saul. Yeah. I got to see that. No, I didn't even know. I'll go look for that. Well, and see, I think that Rebecca Love should have a Better Call Saul premiere viewing party somewhere in Las Vegas. I think you could get a lot of people out to that. Oh, what? You are brilliant, Tom. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. My head is exploding right now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, at any rate, you're busy. you got a million things to do. Thank you so much for spending the time with us. And uh, we'll throw this up and get get it promoted and and we'll really tell people about that Jan January 22nd event. And RebeccaLove.com is uh, the answer to all your dreams. Aw, wet dreams. <laughs> well, Tom, I got to say, I know we're wrapping it up. I got to say you're a breath of fresh air. You made my day because you know when servers go down, it could be the worst day of your life. And you cheered me up today. So thank you so much. And thank you for having me on this program because your time's valuable too. Groovy. Hi, I'm Tom Gully, host of The Tom Gully Show, and I'm here to talk to you about The Tom Gully Show t-shirts. They're stylish, comfortable, and affordably priced. It's really a great way to show your support of the show, so we'd like y'all to buy one for yourself, and even better, yourself and a friend, because they're... Hey, boss, you want to sell more t-shirts? I'm your guy. Oh, hi, Vinny. Uh, folks, Vinny here helps out around the show from time to time. Vinny, you have a way we can sell more t-shirts? I'm all ears. Okay, what we do is 
we go out and we get a nun. You know, a nun. Then, if we don't sell enough shirts within about five minutes, we take a meat cleaver and we start chopping off her toes one at a time. Bam! Off flies another toe. Oh, no, no, no. Good Christ. No, no. We're not doing something like that. What makes you think something like that could even work? Well, you know, works when you use a, a crippled kid instead of a nun. Folks, we'd appreciate it if you'd go to the TomGullyShow.com and buy a t-shirt or 20. to thank Rebecca Love. Ah, delightful, just spectacular oh, Rebecca Love. We'd like to thank her uh, for being on the show and for helping so many people who happen to be men uh, during personal self-wrestling Isolated, body part, exercising, lonely man, alone, personal fun time. time. Uh, you know, if we could harness the combined exerted energy in front of various TV and computer screens that has been spent while observing Ms. Love, we could, I don't, you know, I don't, we could power Atlanta for seven years. I don't know. Maybe they would hook up some sort of motion thing to a wrist. I don't know, but thank you, Rebecca Love, for being so fun, so cool. I mean, so really cool, and so um, you know, uh, pretty. Uh, so I'm at this recording studio one time. Side story, and there's like a twenty-something in the room, and uh, somebody said, "Voulez-vous coucher avec toi ce soir?" And he's like, yeah, I've heard it in the song. What's it? What's that actually mean in French? And we all <laughs> looked around like, I, and I just went, well, it means I think you're pretty, which it does. Um, and then the, those of us who knew what it actually means laughed really hard. And the 20-something was clueless, which is, you know. Uh, folks, we'd really appreciate it if you'd share this on your various Facebook pages. Trying to spread the word means trying to spread our little humble show here. We'd appreciate it if you'd like the Tom Gully show. Not me. <laughs> That's a silly notion. But but the show, 
you know, like it on Facebook, too, if the mood strikes you. Of course, there's always a TomGullyShow.com. That's where you can find everything about the show. It's a shining oasis, a beacon in the desert of things all about the show with the things and the stuff and the what's a who's it. Um, there's a Tom Gully Show store there. Um, and, man, people hammered that during Christmas. Thank you for buying uh, so much crap. I mean, sorry, uh, stuff from the store. Top quality name brand merchandise that happens to have my logo on it. And, uh, of course, we always encourage you to subscribe on iTunes for free. Because if it's free, it's for me. Um, you know, we keep mentioning this. We really don't, I mean, we love it when you subscribe to our stuff and things. But we don't really ask for that. We never push it. But we, we do always push subscribe, 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 subscribe. Go to iTunes and subscribe if you're one of those people. You can go to the website version uh, of the the website and uh, not the mobile and you can actually sign up uh, by email so every time there's a new episode you just get an email you can click it delete it do whatever you want but subscribe that's what we want are subscribers and we have lots of those so thank you um, follow us on Twitter at Atomic Palooka as well uh, so I can increase my clout and cred ratings because if I get enough points we're all going to go to the aces with Reg Dunlop and that's going to do it for tonight. I'm out of here. I got to go talk to some people. I'll talk to you much later. You know, each night, Jay Johnson brings us in with the truth wagon. Man, go to jjohnsonmusic.com and get anything he's done. It's all spectacular. And each night, those badass boys from the Hitman Blues Band take us out with Catch-22 Blues. Russell Alexander and the guys, you can find them at hitmanbluesband.com or hitmanbluesband.net. If you go to the .net address and you get on their mailing list, you get nine. I almost said seven. That would have been foolish. Not seven, not eight, but nine free blues songs from my favorite blues band. The hitmanbluesband.com is where you know .net. Go to .net or .com. Actually, go to both of them. Just get their stuff. Tell him Tom sent you. Check out Russell Alexander. He's seven foot two, and he wears an Abe Lincoln stovepipe hat. It's got to be seen and heard to be believed. So that's it for me. And we will see you next time. Well, the bucket lifts a twig for a dog that's nothing big, but he don't want to. And the dog can't grab a cat or a coon can do all that But he don't want to And I dream of you at night While you hold your baby tight But he don't want you You can see it in his eyes From the way he tells you lies But he don't want you